We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of the Guilty as Charged podcast. Here I have Eric Smith, senior writer, new senior writer, I should say, for the LA Chargers, uh, here with us to talk some Chargers today. So uh, what's happening, Eric? Alex, I'm doing good, man. I appreciate you having me on. All right. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to ask this first question completely facetiously. Uh, What are the differences between Minneapolis, Minnesota and Los Angeles, California to you so far? Oh, man. Good question off the bat. Uh, More traffic is number one. Um, My commute is probably about the same distance and takes about three or four times as much time to get here, uh, which is okay. I'm a SoCal native. I I know how it works. Um, I can't say weather right now because it's, you know, the end of July. So the weather in Minneapolis is great. Uh, Ask me that question in five months and the weather will be completely different. Um, I am very excited not to have to deal with a, a Minnesota winter anymore. Um, other than that, it's just excitement right now. Um, I'm fired up to be here. Training camp starts soon, so it's time to get after it. Yeah, as a East Coast native who lives in uh, Florida now myself, I do not miss uh, <laughs> any parts of the winter, whether it's Minnesota or Philadelphia or whatever it might be. Uh, so I can't say I miss that either. Um, I did want to ask, you know, you were a team reporter with the Minnesota Vikings. Now you're a senior writer with the Chargers. Any difference in those kind of roles? Uh, I know Haley Elwood is our team reporter. Do you think you'll you know, kind of be doing the same stuff with a different title? Or is this kind of like a new challenge for you? I'd probably term it as a new challenge. Um, You know, I will be doing a decent amount of, of what I did in Minnesota. And that's obviously covering the team from mostly a written perspective. Um, I am in more of a, I don't know if you call it like, want to call it like a manager role here with the Chargers. Um, you know, I had a great, uh, great coworker with the Vikings. Um, you know, we had a great, great, uh, internal media team over there, but here I'm sort of looked at as like the head per se of, of the written department. Um, so that'll include me kind of building out my staff both for this season and, you know, in future seasons. Um, right now it, it's a lot because I'm, the only one we have, you know, like Haley, as you mentioned, is a team reporter, does a fantastic job. Uh, she does some writing, but as of now, it's mostly me. And as we get going, I, I have to bring, you know, the people that are going to be with me. I have to kind of get them up to speed. Um, so 
So it's definitely going to be a challenge, um, but it's one I'm excited for. And, uh, you know, the Chargers are a, a fun young team, so there's no place I'd rather be. Yeah, no, I mean, the Chargers are definitely the exciting team right now with Justin Herbert and all those guys. Uh, so definitely happy to have you on board covering this team. And it's going to be fun, hopefully many couple of years here. I uh, did want to ask, uh, since training camp does start on Wednesday, what are some of the storylines that you're looking forward to uh, writing about or what you're looking to kind of analyze the most? Yeah, I think number one for me is just trying to get an idea of, of who's who on the team. Um, kind of coming in, you know, my first week with the team was after mini camp and I worked remote. So I haven't really been around the players yet. Uh, I need to learn you know, names, faces, all that. Um, in terms of storylines, you know, I think, you know, the right tackle spot is pretty, pretty obvious. Uh, you know, whether it's going to be Storm Norton or, or Trey Pipkins, um, you know, RB2, kind of who, who uh, fills in there behind Eckler. Um, and, you know, personally, I want to get into like kind of Brandon Staley and like his approach in year two, you know, he's, um, kind of we mentioned with the Chargers, right? Like maybe a hot young team. Like I think there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on Coach Daly this year. I think he did a fantastic job in, in year one, you know, with his like bold, aggressive style. How he kind of carries that approach into year two. Does he, does he change it at all? Does he not? Um, and just like how he, he motivates this team that has a lot of potential, but I think a lot to prove as well. Yeah, you mentioned Brandon Staley, certainly a lot to prove, a lot of pressure on him for, you know, what many consider to be a, a you know, playoff team or potential Super Bowl team. Uh, so definitely a lot to talk about in terms of, you know, from a contention standpoint, uh, you know, going past training camp, you mentioned Brandon Staley as a storyline. What are some of the big macro charger storylines as we you know head into week one this season that you think uh, that fans will be talking about the most? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm dialed in on camp. I mean, week one feels like it's a yes, year. Away. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I just think you know, if if the team can can get to the playoffs, right? I, I think that's a pretty obvious one. You know, they were right there last year. Um, we all know the the overtime game against the Raiders. Um, yeah, it's just whether or not they can they can get in. That you know, I think that's probably the goal. You know, obviously, um, with Justin Herbert, you know, what does he have in store for year three? It's been really fun to watch him from afar you know i've kind of followed him you know here and there um but to see him up close i'm i'm very uh fired up for that to see just how good he is because you know people have talked a lot about him you know i saw him in person last year um when the vikings came to sofi and he was looked great in that game uh but just seeing him in person on a daily basis you know his work habits you know how he affects the team his teammates uh those are probably at the top of my list yeah, uh, you mentioned the you know Storm Norton Trey Pipkins battle that I think everyone is, is focusing on when it comes to the right tackle spot. Considering you know you mentioned the Raiders game and how the season ended last year, is there anyone that you think maybe has a leg up in that race, uh, or you know uh, how would you kind of break down this Norton versus Pipkins battle right now? Yeah, I I don't know, I call it even maybe like I haven't seen seen them you know in in with spring, right? Like OTAs and mini camp. I wasn't here for that. So I don't, you know, training camp, I think when the pads come on, that's when, you know, one of those guys will probably separate themselves. Um, oddly, like I was going to say, I've never seen him in person before, but oddly enough, like I know Storm from his previous time in Minnesota. He was with the Vikings for a little bit. 
Uh, and Trey is actually from Minnesota. Oh. Um, yeah, so they kind of have some, you know, he's from Apple Valley over there, which is just outside of Minneapolis. So they both have these, like, them and I, have, we each of them, each of us have these, like, weird Minnesota ties. <laughs> uh, kind of strange. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't tell you right now who, who's going to win that battle. Um, but I can tell you it's probably going to be the most watched battle in camp. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the RB2 race as well with, you know, newly drafted Isaiah Spiller. Um, going back to the Chargers draft, if you're, you know, looking at this rookie class, uh, and you have Isaiah Spiller, JT Woods, uh, as well as first round pick Zion Johnson, who, you know, what are some of the storylines there in terms of, um, you know, the guy that'll break down in camp or, or some of the guys from the 2022 class that uh, are worth watching? Yeah, I think with Zion is, you know, he's probably going to start, you know, early on or right away at right guard. It's just how we adjust. Um, it, it's a big jump. For any position in the NFL, I think O-line is probably at the top of that list just because, you know, defensive linemen are so big and strong and powerful, especially on the inside, just how we kind of adapt to that. Um, with Spiller, yeah, just kind of what role he can carve out for himself on offense. You know, that it's going to be a really good battle with, with the other two, uh, the other couple running backs behind Eckler. Um, another guy I'm interested to watch is uh, JT Woods and how he kind of establishes himself, maybe finds a role for himself on that defense. Um, you know, if if Derwin has kind of moved around at this chess piece and can kind of line up anywhere, you know, do we have Woods and Adderley playing deep? You know, I, I don't know. That's, I, all that stuff I have to figure out, you know, and try to figure out how Brandon Staley wants to do it. Um, it just seems like there's going to be a lot of creativity um, or I guess have the potential to have a lot of creati- creativity for that for that secondary. Right. Uh, and, you know, we're all kind of trying to figure out, too, because, I mean, just, you know, uh, it feels like you're new here, but we all we also have like half the roster that was turned over from year to year. Right. So, I mean, we're all j- just trying to figure out who is going to kind of end up playing these roles. You mentioned JT Woods, how much he'll end up playing, um, you know, and Sierra had really get a contract here, obviously. So. Uh, and, you know, the, what p- could potentially be looming in training camp is a potential Derwin James extension. So that is worth watching, um, I think, as well. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to put you on spot in terms of a of a record prediction or anything like that. But if you're talking about this 2022 Chargers team from your standpoint and, and what you see with the talent here, what do you think the expectation should be uh, for this team from your many years of covering the Vikings to what you're seeing now? Yeah, like like I said earlier, you know, I think the goal is, uh, you know, probably get to the playoffs. But, you know, one thing I've sort of picked up on early on, this is my second week in the building. You know, I've been with the team around about a month. Um, I think the team is just hungry to work uh, and, and hungry to, to prove themselves. Like, it's fine, right, in mid-July when there's nothing going on. If, right. You know, ESPN and all these people are, are pumping you up and all that. that that's fine. But they can't care about that they can't read that and watch that and, and get caught up in that because um, honestly that that's not going to win games and and the players know that the coaches know that um, so i think it's just putting in the work every day the team has talent i mean no one's going to deny that but you have to grind and work to, to get to where you want to go and um i guess that, that starts on wednesday yeah the training camp does start wednesday um you know i know uh, we're gonna have Tyler from the podcast there. We're going to have a lot of people there 
Um, and I'm sure Eric will be will be watching and writing uh, all throughout training camp and the preseason. Um, anything else in terms of like big Chargers or camp storylines that you uh, think are worth picking up on? Man, um, I mean, I got to give a shout out. Um, you, you you talked about the roster getting turned over, right? Like o- over half the roster got uh, brought in. Um, there's only really one new coordinator, you know, obviously in Ryan Ficken. Um, and he came from Minnesota as well. So, oh, you yeah. know, Fick, Fick is my guy. Um, I saw him in the office today, had a, had a good chat with him. It was good to catch up with him. Just, I think the impact that he can make on special teams, I think is something I'll be watching. Um, you know, that not, maybe he doesn't get the glory as, as Herbert or, you know, the right tackle battle or anything like that. But, um, you know, a special team can play a big role in, in whether or not a team, you know, wins or loses a game. Um, I can tell you from experience that, that Vic really um, made an impact last year with the Vikings in his first year as a coordinator. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do again uh, out here in SoCal. Yeah, I, I think Ryan Ficken is a huge hire for them. Um, we've been kind of talking about the Chargers as a team that's been last in special teams for a while. Uh, you know, so, I mean, last year they – we were excited when they jumped up to like 28th some weeks and we were like, we took that as like almost a small victory uh, on the podcast each week when something positive would happen. So having someone who, you know, clearly developed the Minnesota special teams unit and, and brought in guys like Kane and Wangwu uh, and, you know, really revitalized that unit, I, I think is great. Um, obviously sort of handpicked DeAndre Carter to be this team's special teams returner as, you know, we head into camp. Dustin Hopkins is already established and we already have, a change at the punter spot uh, with Ty Long uh, being swapped out for J.K. Scott. Uh, so I think that's going to be worth monitoring as well. And, you know, like you said, even though it's not, you know, Herbert or some big, you know, sexy offensive thing to watch, uh, it's going to decide wins and losses, right? Especially if you, you know, make or miss field goals. Uh, so I, I definitely think that that's worth pointing out as well. Um, I, I guess I'll just finish up on this. What are you uh, kind of most excited to tackle with Chargers in this new role? Yeah, I think just telling new stories um, and, like I said, kind of getting to know players and coaches. Um, You know, I I was with the Vikings for almost seven years. And in that time, there was there was some player turnover. Sure. But, you know, there wasn't a ton like most of the key names stuck around. Right. So like Harrison Smith and, and Eric Kendricks and. Uh, Dalvin Cook and Kirk Cousins, most of those guys have been there for a while. Uh, and the coaching staff was there pretty much the entire time, right, before uh, that staff got let go after the season. Same with uh, the GM and Rick Spielman. Obviously, at the end of my tenure with the Vikings was a new era, um, you know, with, with Kwesi Adolfo Mensa and Kevin O'Connell coming in. And those guys were great. And I was excited to kind of get to know them and tell their stories. Now it's sort of the same mindset, just with a new team. You know, um, you know, I, I want to go through every play on the roster and find out. Hey, tell me about this guy. What what makes him tick on and off the field? Um, yeah, just just tell good stories. I think the Chargers are um, they have a lot of interesting storylines, as as we've kind of talked about. Um, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on them this year. Um, you know, de- definitely some primetime games. You know, starting in week two with that trip to Arrowhead. Just, just introduce, you know, new fans, old fans, um, just the who, who the players are, you know, and just and just get these guys out in front um, in the spotlight. Um, and it doesn't have to be football related. 
You know, I mean, yeah, they play football, but so many of these guys are, are more than that. And just uh, telling stories of who, the, who they are as people, as players, um, I'm excited to, to do that. Yeah, you mentioned telling stories about players as people. Uh, I mean, uh, Jeff Miller from the LA Times had a great story on J.C. Jackson uh, today for people who haven't read that. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, you're sort of here, it feels like at the beginning, and we're all sort of here at the beginning of what feels like a new Chargers era. Justin Herbert, you know, we hope he's here for 10 plus years. We hope Brandon Staley also is here for, for the same amount of time, right? Um, and you can just have so many players like, you know, Joey Bosa uh, and Keenan Allen who are going to be here long term as well. Uh, so I think that, you know, you, you sort of mentioned those guys with the Vikings who were there for a very long time. And it feels like it's kind of the same situation that's going to be happening for the Chargers as they look to contend here uh, in the future. So, uh, Eric, I'm very excited for the 2022 season. I know you are as well. Uh, so I'll, uh, thanks for joining the show. Hey, man, anytime. I definitely appreciate you having me on and uh, hopefully we can talk soon. Yep. Uh, and you guys can always check out Eric's work over on chargers.com as the new senior writer. Uh, and he'll have some great training camp content as well, some preseason content as well as we start to get into the new NFL season. Uh, so thank you guys and see you next time.